pointed at me thing. I did. I can't believe you actually just did that. Well, both, you know, we both did it actually. Yeah. Both. Oh, you were you were both we're doing both, that. Both, both, That's both exciting. Them. Both of them. Well, I guess that gets the ball rolling as good as anything. Yes. yes. Welcome to the Better Kind Games Cast. I am your host, Corey Wilson, Corey T. Wilson, as I'm known by many. Uh, the middle initial is crucial. If I don't include it, people look at me like, I, "Have we met?" <laughs> I always do. I, I, I'm, 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 you don't strike a chord. I don't think I leave much of an impression on people. Personally. Not usually. Not usually. Yeah. No. Well, you're like five foot five in every direction. And uh, well, anyway, <laughs> sitting immediately to my right is Mr. Chris Stump. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Well, we've met. Have we? Yeah. No. It, I wouldn't allow you into my basement otherwise. Well, mm-hmm. okay. A few exceptions, but that's unfortunate for all yeah. of us, I guess. Yeah, that would probably not be the first thing on the list that I do when someone rings the bell. And sitting immediately to his, I said immediately to my left. That was a lie. <sighs> Well, well, we'll just go strong arc. Oh, know. straight. <laughs> strong side, left side. Yeah, well, it may, yeah, I'm, I'm looking like one of those wavy road signs, you know, just five feet both left ways. Yeah. Well, really around. more like an obtuse triangle, so. Yeah, obtuse. How let's, obtu- let's keep the geometry down. That's fair. Boys. <laughs> That's fair. And sitting immediately across from me, also to his right, work that out in your brains, is uh, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. How's it going? Hey, it's, it's going all right. How are you? It's, it's great. <laughs> That's marvelous. Excellent. Welcome to the first ever edition of the Better Kind Games Cast. Uh, we are uh, three uh, Midwestern fellows. Yep. That's not like official. You don't have to, like, a fellow isn't like an official thing, is it? Unless you're uh, tied to some sort of institution. It could be. Okay, a fellow. Be. I don't want someone coming out and going, oh, we own the rights to fellow, you jerk. Well, like we said yesterday, we run this Midwest region. That's true. So, yeah. we, are, we are, in fact, in charge of the Midwest. So uh, if anybody needs anything... Give us a call. You know, we work it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can talk to our secretary. We're not going to yeah. pick up. But you. we disavow all knowledge or ownership of Detroit. We want nothing to do with that. that no, that's true. No. Yeah, fair enough. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is our, our first foray into podcasting, so you'll forgive the uh, the, the squeaks and the kinks and uh, things of that nature. But uh, we are essentially uh, decided that we're going to get together. We're going to talk about games that we like and things that we like about games and whatever nerdy, horrible things that just pour out of our mouths while we're sitting in front of these electronic devices. Which tends to happen. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah, you guys just go on and on and on. <laughs> Be ready for the tangents of the conversations because nothing will follow. Seriously, Howie. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at you, fella. I, I just go on and on. Yeah. And on. On and on. Gosh. On. That's Midwest for you. No. On and on. on. I Stop. I think you've crossed into Wisconsin, Minnesota. <laughs> you might need to reel it back in. We're a little too far north, but, you know, hey, represent. Um, but uh, we also are basically uh, an independent games. I'm starting to do the Kevin Smith arms. Have you noticed this? For those? Yes. For all of those who can't see me, meaning all of you, I've got suddenly got both hands in the air gesticulating like Kevin Smith on the, uh, the uh, I'm completely blanking on the name Comic, of that show. The... Comic Book Man. Yes. I love that show. It's a great show. I do enjoy that show quite a bit. And yeah, I've got the, arm, the Kevin Smith arms up in the air. The Almost Keanu Reeves. From uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know, with the with the guitar hand, like most excellent news. I don't actually remember if that's what he said. I just had to say that in a wedding once, and someone dared me to say it that way, so I totally did. But I can't help you with that. It's no. predating me. A little you pretty so, much do anything that anybody dares you to do. That's true. That does sound accurate. And it can be true. But uh, we're we're an independent games developer, just kind of getting off the ground, and we really feel that a big part of that is uh, is for people getting to know who we are what we're into, how we think, what we think the definition of play in its purest form yes. really is. And that's what we want to dig into. And so we said, hey, you know, let's uh, let's turn on some 
microphones and 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 record our musings and see if anybody uh, takes interest and has some uh, constructive feedback or some questions. Uh, later on the podcast, we'll uh, talk about an email address that I'll probably make up on the spot because it doesn't exist yet where you can email questions in and let us know. But to start off, we decided that a good way for you guys to get to know us would be for us to talk about uh, a game that has had a big influence on our lives. More yeah. than one. Game apostrophe S and apostrophe. Yes. Is that, yes. Is that fair? That is more accurate. All right. Um, I'm only going to talk about one, but I'm only saying that because Fool. you all, yeah, <laughs> that's a bold move. <laughs> I don't think you believe me at all. I don't either. But, um, but Chris, let's, let's kick off with you. Let's, let's talk about, you know, what game has, has been something that's just, you know, either commanded a good portion of your life or just really affected you in a really deep way. All right. Well, as I've said before, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start with my, uh, my grade school, high school. Have you said it to our audience before? I have. <laughs> really? Yes. You've reached into their dreams. <laughs> yes. Check out my, my forums. So You can get us more listeners that way. That's good. Right, right. Anyway, so the biggest impact I've had, it's got to be Fable on the Xbox. Ah, uh, yes. Now, the original Fable on the original yes, Xbox. We're talking number one. And I remember I was in about seventh or eighth grade when the hype was coming out. And... <laughs> That was like my first experience of hype other than Halo games. Well, and it's funny because that was the game to experience hype for because it was being driven by Mr. Peter Molyneux himself. Yes. Who is the hyper of the hyperist of hypos of hype men in the hype. games industry. Oh, oh yeah, the the promises, the 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 twisted web he weaved about what that game was going to be. Oh, you know, yeah. it's funny that people didn't walk away just immediately hating it for not delivering all this thing, but it was such a great, solid thing underneath. I believe that it was really my first introduction to an actual story in a game that enveloped you. Because before then, it was it was Halo One. I mean, that's <laughs> if you had an Xbox, you played Halo One. And... Well, when it came to shooters, that you know that was about as strong a story it got right. to that point. And I mean, you had the campaign, but you only play that for the achievements. I mean, let's be real. Achie- You're talking about original Xbox, though. Oh, yeah, we didn't have yeah, achievements right. back then. See, now, now I'm just confusing them with all... There's been so many Halos out that I, I've given up on it. <laughs> I, I used to play them religiously, and now I'm just kind of, oh, I'll get around to it when I find it at you know, a $20 bin. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I kind of I dropped off ever since. Uh, yeah. Three came out. Right. And now there's... Oh, Reach there's, was a thing of beauty. I hated the bloom. I couldn't stand the reticule bloom. The, you just blew my mind with the reticule bloom. What are, what is that? <laughs> it's it was the recoil. I think oh, it was called. It's okay. the DMR. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Eventually, they came out with a new game type that you could turn it off. It was right. like MLG no bloom effect. But oh, okay, basically, so that was an actual term. That's not something you just like whipped out of your rear end. <laughs> no, right I did not. Uh, okay, it's it is called bloom, and it's when it it becomes less accurate the more you hit it. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But the whole point of the gun was to be hitting like two in the body, one in the head, whatever the, I don't know what the actual the, hit was. The DMR, was that the thing that replaced the battle rifle? It had sort of like Correct. the short scope on it. It was, it replaced the battle rifle, but it wasn't a burst fire. Right. It was the single shot, more powerful, but. Oh, right. The singles. I'd forgotten yeah. all about that one. Yeah. Okay. And God, I, 
I hated it. <laughs> I just hated everything about it. That's that. That was where I just dropped off. I was also game. probably sucker because I read the novelization that only sort of, kind of, a little bit related to the actual events of the game. But right. again, that's one of those super tangents. What about Halo Reach? Did you like about Fable? <laughs> <laughs> was that a was that a sentence? Yeah, you can you can answer the question. Just no. Okay, let's back to Fable. Oh, okay. You know, Fable was your first introduction to story. Kurt, yeah, yeah. And I, I coming from, I mean, this was, I had my own Xbox when I was eighth grade, which was, that was a damn big deal. I'll tell you what, because all the cool kids, yeah, the cool kids, you had an Xbox and you'd take your stuff to someone's house and you'd land. Yeah. Especially on snow days. I mean, oh, that was, wow. that was all day. Oh, uh, but so my Xbox was post-college and I was the only guy I knew with one, so... Our my tight knit of friends, we had like seven or eight of us that were all, right. We were all Xbox fans. That we were also the group that carried around the tower for your computer and your monitor. <laughs> so you'd show up to someone's house with your room. Basically. Yeah, you had like the special nylon harness that goes around your PC, so it's uh, easier to carry. I, I wish it was easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah you're like was... carrying everything, trying to juggle it. But well, you can't make two trips. <laughs> two trips not. to the car—that's ridiculous. God, it's just like groceries. Yeah. Anyway, I don't even. I was talking about Fable. Uh, theoretically. I, yeah. <laughs> so far, we're par for the course. Yeah, so. I told you the tangents. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is there's a lot of... If you haven't been through all the Fables, 1, 2, and 3, you might have seen 3 because it's the most recent one. There's a lot of controversy about when the game went, dare I say, bad. I, a I, lot of people I, I, hate it, I don't it think that's, that's incredibly unfair. I, I as I played one and two, and I've not played three because of all of that yeah. stuff. That they came out was with. Said. I I really personally believe that one was, it lived up to what people wanted it to be as a game. That when two came out, it couldn't top it, so everyone deemed it. Oh, this sucks. And then they thought, well, okay, we'll have to move into another direction with three, which they did. I just I can't say I agree or disagree with how they went with it. I think it could be better. I. I really think it's more of an easy game. It's not really a challenging game. Yeah, it's not well, Dark Souls. And one of the big complaints that people had about Halo Two when it came out was that defaultly the golden bread trail breadcrumb trail was on. Yes. That just showed you how to get to your next goal, which means you're going to miss any side things that you could possibly stumble onto that, because you're just going to be beelining it. And there was no penalty for dying. You didn't lose experience or anything. Really? See, yeah, I see, I'd forgotten that. I I don't remember how it was in one, but I know that Me when neither. you when you died in two, there was no like you'd spawn at whatever the last loading point. So that could have right. been like a hallway or a, the last town, but you didn't lose experience. You didn't lose anything. The stuff respawned, but that responds when you go out of the area. So if <laughs> yeah. anything, it was good because you made everything respawn for you to go and kill again. Yeah, and it was just. It seemed too easy. Respawning was the one thing that I didn't like about the first Halo game. I loved the first Halo game, especially because, like, at that point, I'd maybe, maybe you know, convinced one or two friends to get an Xbox. Most people I knew already had a PS2 and a GameCube because, you know, they hated themselves. Super so Smash they had to buy Brothers. A game. Yeah, it was, it was to play <laughs> Smash Brothers. It, uh, no, back, wasn't that just... Smash Brothers. No, the first it's, Smash Brothers was on 64, wasn't it? 64 Smash Brothers, wow, and then Smash I'd Brothers forgotten. Melee was GameCube. I'd forgotten that it was that old of a franchise. But yeah, um, that was you know one of the driving forces, you know Zelda games, stuff like that. And so here I am, the weird guy. Actually, you know, it's funny. I, I was home. I moved back home. I was you know looking for a job, and it was a couple months after I graduated. My mom, who has always been 
you know, not into getting video game stuff. You know, she was the lady that if I asked for a musical instrument for Christmas, she'd probably go out of her way to get it. But if I asked for like a $25 video game, well, you've got enough of those things. <laughs> yeah, who, who needs more video games? Exactly. And uh, she, she's like, you know, let's go out. You, you don't have anything to do. You know, you're just looking for a job. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to buy you a game console. And I'm like, I'm an adult. This is lame, but <laughs> deal. Except yeah. the game <laughs> console. Yeah. Never say no. Yeah. And so we go, we go to Best Buy and I'm talking about what should I get? And dude's like, mm, you gotta get, well, you gotta get this Xbox right here. This thing's sweet. Why did and he I'm talk like, like that? They're, you know, those Best Buy game guys. Yeah, so was, yeah. Those guys are pretty creepy. Scraggly facial hair in every direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, uh, but anyway, the, uh, well, back then anyway, they're, I'm sure they're clean cut, clean cut, bright cut, clean cut, bright individuals now, but oh, I go in there, he's telling me to get this thing. He's like, well, the reason why you got to get this thing is got the, it's got the eight gig hard drive in it. See, I'm like, Ooh. wait a minute, a hard drive. I mean, I don't have to have these like heavy expansion things hanging out the bottom of every control. He's like, no, those things, you'll never have to buy one if you don't want one. If you don't want to take your game someplace else, you just put it on the hard drive. I'm like. You've got my attention because I've that, but we've been spending thirty-five to sixty dollars on expansion cards to hang out the bottom of a giant W-shaped controller, M-shaped controller from the sixty-four. Those are like a hundred, hundred megabytes on the like one hundred twenty-eight. I think one hundred twenty-eight <laughs> megs was like the high end. Or was it megs or was it even kilobytes? I don't even remember. I, I think it was. I think, meg. I think it was megabytes. Yeah, yeah. kilobytes. The fortune. Like... I mean, this is back when buying a four meg compact flash for your one megapixel digital camera cost fifty to sixty dollars. Right. You know, and of course, they had all the proprietary packaging built around these things to make them like a little, I don't know, a, a Nintendo tape. Nintendo tape. <laughs> but anyway, he's, he's trying to sell me on this thing, and I'm like, I don't know. He's like, have you played Halo? I'm like, I've, I've never, I've not touched a console. I've been PC gaming since, you know, Nintendo 64, since Nintendo stopped caring about the Nintendo 64. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, dude, you got to try the Halo. Do you like shooters? I'm like, I, I do like shooters. I play a lot of Counter-Strike. 007, GoldenEye. Yeah, oh, dude, <laughs> I could dominate a GoldenEye. Don't even joke. There's a reason why my gamer tag is no odd job. Come on. Uh, Come on. God, I don't even <laughs> want to get into that. I know you don't. I've already hijacked you on this tangent. But yes. um, but yeah, I mean, when when Fable, I, you know, I, I went with it. I, and of course, I loved it. And I, when Fable came out, it was like the next big, because there hadn't been a lot of big first part or exclusive, I should say, exclusive releases. And so here Rare rolls out Fable with all these crazy promises, and I've been reading up in my, you know, in the magazines, which still kind of mattered back <laughs> not, then. Not on the internet. No, magazines. no, yeah. Well, I was still tied to the old ways right. back then. But um, it was just, you know, oh, wow. You know, Danny Elfman's doing the, the theme song and stuff like that. Like, what movie people? Neato, you know? I'm so lame back then to think that that's a good idea. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> now we know differently in right. most cases. So, but it was incredible the one thing that was a sticking point was the fact that every time you walked five feet away from like a 10 minute long enemy encounter, hi, we're back. They've just respawned immediately behind right. you. And so you're like, oh man, I barely got through fighting those little troll like dudes, whatever they were called. The damn bees were the worst. All the bees, <laughs> the hornets. Yeah. You, you'd walk into a clearing and you got all these bees and you're like, you know, I can barely see these things on my, right. you know, my standard definition television. So I, you know, you're fighting them and you're essentially just, changing direction and swinging whatever weapon or magic you have, oh, just yeah. hoping that you hit them. You go with chain lightning. So you just, <laughs> so it does it for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, but then, you know, yeah, you walk out and go, Oh, I forgot to open that treasure chest or something. Yeah. Or the demon door. And you go back, oh, the demon, the demon door. door, you go demon back door. and all the bees are there and, and you have no idea how to get that demon door to open anyway. So it was, all I, I really hate demon doors. 
You know, I, I felt I felt like Demon Doors was a harsh description for these guys. They seemed they seemed okay, like okay dudes. Some of them are a little cranky. Well, that's true. Well, they, that's true. Yeah, you know, demon. demon. But some of them weren't. Some of them were downright jovial. I'd yeah. say. <laughs> some of them asked you to put on a play for them, and others said. I'll only open if you're skinny or fat. <laughs> now what do you into, want from me? Now you're into Halo 2 territory because none of that stuff was even a thing you could do in Halo oh. 1. But, yeah. It was, it was, it was, you keep confusing me because you go from Halo and Halo 1. I said Halo. Fable. I meant You've Fable. been doing it this entire time. Have I been doing it? Yeah. You guys need to stop You've me. You've confused everyone. I'm sure I have. I'm trying to keep myself on track, let alone all the listeners. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a, another fool's errand. So... Don't don't carry that burden on your shoulders, friend. You're in a you're in a very small and hot room with me oh, right now. I'll have to scoot away a little bit. You're already most of the way toward Howie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get away. So yeah, Fable. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my uh, that's my childhood choice. It's, it's childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It dare, makes me feel so old. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll go into my my newer. Yeah, what, what, what's your newest obsession? I'm going to let Howie go first. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, we're going to circle back around for the... God, I could talk for hours about... Stay tuned, though. Good, because... I need to take a... I'm sweating so hard just from yapping, I need to stop and drink That's water. because you don't even know what game we're talking about. Halo, <laughs> Fable, Fable 2. I'm picturing the right one in my brain Halo that Reach. has nothing to do with what my mouth is spewing out into the microphone. Howie. <laughs> well, yeah, the... Uh... What? Let me Let me ask the question again. What game <laughs> or games... Has has affected you most, and and really uh, had a profound effect on you and the absorption of your time. Well, um, early on, uh, I really got into Quake. Um, it was my first real, ooh, I can play a game with other people that I don't know, and and it just it occupied my time. Yeah, you and millions of others. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, it just, I missed out completely on the Quakeathon. So yeah. did I. I've never well, played. Quake. You guys, well, you guys for you, out. it's understandable. You know, you were of an age that it. You know, but but I, I have still, no excuse. I played I, the Unreal tournaments, which is kind of the. Same. That's still at Quake One. Yeah, you're, Quake One. It's you're, you're, are, are you talking about Quake One? Quake One. I heard you. I heard Quake Four was one of your favorites too. I I really enjoy Quake Four, not as much as Quake One, okay. but only because what of the nostalgia. Quake? Nostalgia, nostalgia. I can't talk if you. Yeah, nostalgia. You know, yeah, and uh, the, just I remember playing that for hours and hours and hours until my parents had to kick me off the PC and, and <laughs> they were sucking up that AOL yeah. bandwidth. Well, Dude, it has yeah. colored lighting yeah. effects. <laughs> well, the, you know, the thing was, you're you're occupi- occupying your phone line because you're on a modem. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember those things? Am I right? <laughs> Although What's the deal? I think sometimes my parents didn't mind so much because they weren't getting phone calls from. You know, telemarketers. Yeah, Every, you know, everyone from every, church. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like okay, we have a few minutes, a few a few hours of uh, downtime here. Let's right. just let them play. But uh, yeah, I remember playing that in the wee hours in the morning. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I do have to talk on the mic a bit. <laughs> but I'm uh, making wild hand gestures at Howie as if that's going to help instead of just. You know, he stops talking mid sentence. Were we playing charades? I <laughs> forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, this might be a little bit better. Um, so yeah, that was really the, the first game that really got me excited. Yeah, uh, I played you know you know several other games on Nintendo and and what have you, but uh, that was the first one that I just like really poured myself into. Yeah, um, I have I have a couple other ones too that um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily I poured myself into them, uh, but Portal, 
Uh, if, yeah. if you know me, you know I'm really a big fan of Portal and Portal 2. What is your ringtone right now? Uh, it is not Portal. Oh, it's the community thing. It is the community it? thing. That's, but it, for a long time, yeah. was uh, still alive. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was, it, it, to me, that was the, uh, the best ending to any game that I've ever had, just because I, I really enjoyed it so much. But um, between the Portal and WoW. You know, oh right, wow. played you know, quite a bit of WoW. I didn't, even, I never even considered WoW when we talked about talking about this. Yeah, it never yeah. even crossed my mind. But I, I yeah. poured, a, actually, I poured a lot of time into WoW and really enjoyed that too. For the, it, it to me, outside of Portal, it was all about the the community you built and the friends that you built within the game that really drawed me to it. Yeah, more than the gameplay itself. Right on. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because by the time I got into WoW, well, my first foray into WoW was a complete failure. Because I kind of get like, this is before they sped up like the first 20 to 40 levels. And so I'd get into like the drag of the mid-teens and there's nobody to do anything with. And you're just like, oh, just keep going with it. Just keep going. I'm like, oh, right. I don't want to pay $50. Grind, yeah, grind it, was, it out. Oh, it was the worst kind of grind. But then when right. I came back to it a couple of years later, they had totally express laned all that right. stuff. Yeah. And I'm racing through. And it's funny. You could tell how seasoned how he was. Because even though like, you know, we you were playing, all three of us were, we were in a guild together. Yeah. And you know several of the uh, the goon squad but, but was it, probably be a term uh, that becomes Bushwallers known. was that or Wagwallers <laughs> yeah no, yeah, no it, it was Bushwallers Bushwallers Bush yeah. Wagwallers is what we call Bushwallers yes yeah no one's gonna know what that means unless you live in Frederick Maryland in which case you might understand Shout the out. term Bushwallers and maybe even why we called it Wagwallers but anyway <laughs> um and 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 the whole time you could tell that Howie was the seasoned veteran because he's the one going man this is so much easier than it used to be. You guys, don't even, you guys don't even know. In the wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you guys You guys don't even know. This used, used to be to, such a... Th- you, you guys you have your mount have, now? What? You used to have 25 people to run this dungeon, and now we just did it with like the three of us. You guys don't even know. I used to get levels <laughs> uphill both ways. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. In the snow. In the snow, barefoot. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I oh man. Yeah, the first time playing, I remember getting to... I don't know what the name of the town, Hill... Hildebrand Hill, something. It's south of the Undercity, I think. Who were you starting as? I was a uh, skeletal... Undead? Yeah, un- thank you. My terminology is... is skeletal. I was, an I was a skeletal rogue. zombie kind I was of... An, I was an undead rogue. Okay. And uh, I got like to this town that's south of the Undercity, and it was like, hey, you, uh, you need to go get five tiger skins... And ten bear teeth <laughs> from this one field right here. It's the only field in the area where you won't be instantly murdered by everything that's in it. So go in that field. I'll tell you what, for the next 17 levels, we're going to keep you in that field right over there. Just go just go stand over there. Not at the same time, though. You have to run back and forth no. to get assignments. Oh, my, it. it's not just that. It's the fact that the, the respawn rate on these things were so low. Yeah, and the drop bears. rate was in the point zero zero percentile. Yeah. It was... I mean, I would kill 20 to 30 tigers and get, like, a skin. So, I mean, we're talking upwards of 100, and there's literally, like, five of them in the field, and there's about 10 people yeah. competing for them. Right. And so it, I got to the point where I was like, I, I cannot play this game. Now he's like, well, you go to a different area. I'm like, where? I've just <laughs> been following there. the quests. <laughs> and he, he takes me somewhere, and I'm like, oh, this is great, but I can't do anything by myself here. <laughs> You know, how we'll just babysit you while you're doing. Those yeah, it, it was so it was so crazy. But then, yeah, when I came back to it, I didn't have the oh, this was so hard. I'm like, yay, it's playable. You know, I was yeah. I was so thrilled that they had gimped it all. But how he was like, you guys, you guys don't even know. I mean, it's great. No, you guys don't even know. <laughs> it was always, yeah. you know, Uncle Howie knows the way it was back when, you know, <laughs> back when pop cost a nickel. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, wow. We just divided our listeners in half by me. Yeah. You just drawing the line and saying pop. Well, I normally say soda anyway. Soda, pop. I kind of back and forth on that. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I guess that makes it my turn, as if I haven't hijacked your guys completely already. Yeah, did you even... I thought you had a turn on no, both of those. No, well, I don't even... Should I even take a turn? I think you've had like <laughs> mine, six mine turns be relatively, I'll be the old, I'll be the old, you know, the real old fogey. Uh, thus far, the earliest thing we mentioned being Quake 1, I feel like, you know, people are going to think, how old are these kids? And old enough. If um, you say your game is Halo, I'm going to unplug your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Fable, the shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... My the the game that I you know that I just kind of selected at random from games that have had a profound effect on me would uh, I decided to run back to Super Mario Brothers two, which I think I think most Mario Brothers fans that would ever possibly listen to this if we can actually get people to listen to this, debatable would be just completely just furious with my selecting Mario Brothers 2 out of the Pantheon. I mean, yeah, I got the NES for my eighth birthday with the, the Duck Hunt Mario split cart. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I played Mario 1, 2, and 3. I did not do go back and do the lost levels or anything like that, you know, which was Mario 2 in Japan. But uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, which is, I don't know. I don't remember what it was called, Tokidori something. I don't know when it was released in Japan, and they reskinned it as Mario 2 here. And that game is what people usually refer to as the weird one. <laughs> and I think that's what I liked about it. The whole, the whole, first off, the fact that it all takes place in a dream, you know, well, actually there's the whole meta argument now that actually it was all a play because, you know, the opening title sequence, there's like uh, the curtain, it, there's a stage, there's a curtain. Oh, we know that's Super Mario 3. You're see, that's, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out which one two even was. Okay, in two at three the beginning, was curtains. Yeah, three was curtains. I think two might have had two curtains. was the one where you were flying, right? You well, had you had wings on your back. No, no, As, no, that was three. You sure? Yeah. Okay. In two, yeah, your only method three. of flying in two was if you selected the princess. Uh, as your playable character, and you like ran off a ledge while holding like B and A or right. something, and she would just yeah. float for sometimes a little while, sometimes a completely indeterminate amount of time, and um, and the the you know you could you could select Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Princess, and the thing I loved about it is that it all took place in a dream, which you ultimately discover. There's kind of clues to it. There's a weirdness to it, but then when you beat the game. Mario wakes up and in his little thought bubble in his dream bubble in his head, you see the last scene that you saw immediately before that. So, oh, it was all in Mario's head. Um, and spoiler. I just, a hell of a dream. I know. I just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> you Take just that. Spoiled it. Yeah. There's seriously somebody, somebody with like a windows 95 version of like nesticle up on their screen going, dang it. <laughs> um, but I, I, I loved that game because of the weirdness and, and I, you know, I felt like more than any other 8-bit, you know, more than any other Nintendo games that I had really played to that point, there was a lot of interaction with the environment, you know, the pulling the vegetables up and being able to use them as weapons and, you know, chuck turnips at things and at these ridiculous creatures and going, you know, being able to pull up a, a potion that creates a door and you go into the door and you're in like some kind of shadow world and... You know, you do some mushrooms in the shadow world and well, suddenly yeah. you're healthier. That come sounds, back through the door. That sounds like Mario in a nutshell. <laughs> it was the weirdest <laughs> game, but I loved the 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 poppiness of the music. I loved the, all the interaction and the verticality of the levels. Oh, it's something you didn't get out of Mario 1 uh, that you really got a lot out of Mario 2. In mm -hmm. fact, there were some levels where that was like the whole point. It was, there was a tremendous 
verticality where uh, you were just climbing up hills or, or trying to fall down, but hopefully landing on something that you can't see that's more than yeah. a screen below you. And That reminds me a lot of uh, Mega Man, where you fall, you know, you fall just, down the pit and yeah, then your screen yeah. shifts and you're like... Should I be on the left side, the right side? Yeah, you're just like know. sort of like faith jumping. And then you see that free life <laughs> on the opposite side. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone that way. <laughs> next time, next time. Then, yeah, then there is. No, you no, no, because by the time you beat Mega Man, you're already wanting to open a wrist and yeah. die. <laughs> but uh, not that Mega Man weren't great. The first few Mega Men were great games, and I'm sure they were rough. Since, but they, they were, were rough. rough. And a lot of games were back yeah. then. But that was, that was you know, Super Mario Bros. 2, you could there were several different ways to get to the end of the game. You could warp on all these kind of random warp places that just kind of skipped ahead. There were, there were a lot of secrets to unlock. And I think at that point, unlocking secrets, like, you know, yeah, from the beginning of time, you know, beginning of video game time there, you know, coders would put little secrets and Easter eggs in their games, but this was part of the gameplay. And I think up until then you had to almost play an RPG like Zelda or something like that, which I wasn't into at the time to get that kind of unlocking secrets and discovering new things. Whereas this was a platformer, an action adventure game that had that, the level of secrets. And I probably beat that game six to 10 times, maybe more before I finally goes, I goes, I says to myself, (laughs) we should try a different path. So yeah, I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to go, you know, warp to the ice world of four. Like I'm going to go and I'm going to go see the desert world and stuff like that, which I had just been skipping the whole time. Cause I think probably the first kid I saw play it did it that way. So that's right. the way I'd been doing it. Well, that's why you always have to do it. Yeah. And so then I just started realizing, well, yeah, back then that was your only method of knowing how to beat anything was right. watching another kid play, you yeah. know, unless you had, you were the lucky few that had one of the, you know, subscriptions to Nintendo power, Yeah, which I don't even know if that was a thing at the, at the time of Mario two, it was probably right around then when it... i can honestly tell you i don't even know what that is <laughs> I, I don't oh child of the internet oh jeez. Yeah. yeah i oh man i remember kids used to bring their nintendo powers to school like you know it was like they were smuggling in you know pirate gold oh, yeah. like oh come over here and look at my book bag see what i got and then you just pull out a corner because you don't want the teacher to see you want to see, see some of the good stuff and i don't i don't remember if i don't <laughs> i don't remember if the teachers actually had a like a rule where if you brought in video game magazines, they would confiscate them. Or if we just thought they were so good that the teachers would want them. I have no idea what our logic was, but either way, just, it's risky. You just pulled out the corner. So you see like the three or two yellow lines of the edge of the Nintendo logo at the time. And then you shove it back in the book bag until recess. I'm going to bring it out and I'll show you. And then everybody's kind of gathered under like a playground equipment, looking at Nintendo power in the like, shadows. Oh yeah. Under the slide. We were, we were downright lurking. Yes. <laughs> and for like an, for an eight year old, nine year old to lurk takes effort. Oh, I'm just going to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So anyway, that kind of, you know, yeah, I, that's the kind of game that really affected me at that tender young age because it opened my mind to exactly how big and complex a video game world can be. You know, right. and I, I really dug that. So you were going to, uh, Chris, you were going to, a moment ago, you teased that you were going to share <laughs> what game you were currently uh, investing in. Here's the big reveal, into. guys. This is, this is why everyone's been listening, I think. Yeah. So, oh, uh, Yeah. You mean um, this is why we're going to go back and listen to it when after we post it? Absolutely. Because I'm uh, for, so far we're we're everyone. I want every I want everyone <laughs> to plug their ears. This is only for the listeners. <laughs> but um, since uh, I don't even know when it came out, probably two thousand early two thousands, I was into Dota. And if you don't what? know what Dota is, it's Defense of the Ancients. It's a very fast paced, very competitive five v five decision-making strategy 
hero-based game. See, I thought it was a 1920s art movement. No. No. Sancho, I'm, I'm way off on this one. I'm yeah. a, a total whiffer. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but anyway, um, a lot of people are playing Dota 2 right now. Right. And I'm fortunate enough to actually, I know the guy who made it. Uh, Dag. His Yo. name, is, his code, I'm not going to say his real name on here because he doesn't. Because, you know, people can't look up the staff at Valve and find out things. Right. But uh, his name is Yule, which is, uh, it's an item in the game, and he is the oh, programmer. He's not just like a giant Yule Brenner fan? He's not. It, you know. well, actually, I don't, I don't know where the name it, came from. It could it be. Could be. He, is, does is does he, actually... he ever just like quote the King and I randomly in game? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Is, is he actually in the game? Did he like program the game from within the game? It's head technically, because it's a, it's a mod off of Warcraft 3. The ori- yeah, the original Defense of the Ancients, Dota, yes. yeah. was a Warcraft 3 mod, and it used a lot of the resources from 3. And Dota 1 is now run by Blizzard, and Dota 2 is actually by Valve, so right. Steam community. Because Blizzard publi- or developed and published, well, I don't know if they published, developed uh, the War- the Warcraft and you know subsequently right. World of Warcraft and right. Diablo and all that stuff, whereas, uh, yeah, they the I believe how it went was Yule, if you will, um, sold the rights to make the sequel to his mod to Valve. Is that how it worked? Or did Valve just... Valve came and found him. I think there was this... Valve was going to do this no matter what. They right. wanted to make Dota 2. They had a team ready. But the contradiction was Blizzard's got it right now. So yeah. unless we get Yule, because no one knew where this guy was, right? hiding in Fort Wayne. Yeah, but apparently. I, this Which is I only how... just recently learned. Right, and yeah. this is how he said it to me. He said, Valve has been looking for me for a couple of years now, and they finally <laughs> found me. See, and, and that's why they couldn't find him, because this podcast didn't exist. Right. Exactly. And we now, weren't here to tell everyone where everyone else is in the Midwest. You know, like, hey, where's Ralph? Oh, he's in Terre Haute. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, pick up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so anyway, they uh, Valve flew him out to Seattle. They gave him more programming classes, because he was a Purdue grad. And gave him a job and said, okay, take that blizzard. Now we've got him. So is that what, what ultimately kind of gave Valve the foothold in the I, I remember hearing that there was a little bit of a, there's a little still, bit of a kerfuffle about the rights and the art still, assets. There's still tug of war going on because having played Dota 1, I know everything. About, I know the names of characters and you... Dota 2 can't use specific names right. because they fall back into original well, Warcraft 3. Yeah, being 3. based on the Warcraft 3 yeah. stuff. Because it was just a mod. You know, you, When right. you make a mod, you're trying to... I'm using these assets to do a cool thing. Right. And there's there's very much tug-of-war that... A lot of people in Dota 2 still reference hero names of the Dota 1 characters, but they have to say it as their own whatever, their own name. Right. So... I I mean I don't know the whole legal battle between it, but right. I feel like when you have the main programmer on your side, you right. you got a little more leeway. I, than... I remember when the, when Dota two came out, there were a lot of people who were kind of under the impression that wow, those art assets look awfully similar to right. the ones from the first one. But if they're reillustrated, you know, and renamed, I don't know. I'll even uh, clear up some murky water because oh, League, League of Legends, do. League of Legends, is basically. Uh, technically, it's a free Dota 1. Supposedly, um, I mean, Dota 1 was free after you had Warcraft, but... Oh, so it was a standalone Dota 1? Yes. 
Like, is that what it really was? League of Legends was intended to be a standalone version of Dota? It was meant to be... Because I really have no idea. League of Legends was meant to be a free version. Like, you wouldn't have to buy Warcraft to right, get it. Right, right. But... Standalone. They are... It's... I call it a pay-to-win. Like, because... Oh, uh, it's, it's premium? It's... Yeah. It's it's a different kind of... A lot of people love it. I mean, whatever. But Dota 2 is... <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people love it, but really, screw those guys. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's a knockoff. It's a bad knockoff, is what it is. Oh, you throwing down the gauntlet? I'm gonna I'm gonna Seriously. pull it out, putting it in the sand. I'm gonna say it, and I I'm only gonna say that because I know that they do have League of Legends. Uh, right, they have tournaments, and I don't know if they have actually leagues for it like Dota does. You know, it seem like a real missed opportunity if you don't have leagues for le- like League of Legend leagues. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like you would have that built in. Lots right? of leagues of legends, but um, yeah, of leagues. I actually, I don't know if I've told you this, but the Dota Two International Tournament coming up in August, I'm actually going to be going to it. Now. Seriously, you mentioned that you were considering yes. it, but you had not told us that it was a done deal. He's well, waiting for this podcast. To, technically, oh, to, to not say. the ticket's been bought by Ooh. one of my. We're going with a couple of my buddies that we play with together. That yeah. I've, I've only met them once actually. I mean, yeah. we've been playing. In person. We've been playing Dota together. You, you for know 10 their, years. you know their blood type. You know, you know, I you know their sisters' you. birthdays. Yes. But you have. We've no only idea. met yeah. in person. One of them. You could not draw them from memory. Yes. <laughs> There's one of them that I know. He's my best friend's older brother, but he lives in California. Right. So, I I've seen him a couple times, but since he moved away, I mean, you're not going to see him very often. But the right. other two guys, I, the first time they came back for Christmas break. We all went to a movie, and uh, I whispered to one of the guys, and I was like, "Is that is that Proth one two three? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, man." I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you. We've we've been playing games, talking on bed for like ten years, but uh, it's good to actually meet you." You sound different in person. Oh no, no kidding. What yeah, but I, I mean, it's it's like uh, Howie was saying with Wow, the people you meet, and I'm not gonna the Dota community is awful. Yeah, I'll I've, tell you that. I've right heard now. it is a harsh place to it's be brutal. a noob, and it's brutal because it's so competitive. Right, people want that group of five that you compete with, and, and you know your role. Yeah. You know your lane. Ah, oh, did I just God. drop some knowledge? You did. That was the you extent know, of my know, Dota two yes. knowledge. There, there is. You no know your here. lane. You know your role, and a big part of it is knowing how your team plays. Yeah, you need to know when they're going to react to a situation. Should I fight them? Should we run? Well, yeah, and these games, I think more than more than most other games, become sensitive to team play. They are a team esport, if you will, pardon the phrase. I mean, it's it's as essential as you know, and an, an, a football team, you know, knowing their lanes and knowing their routes and things like that. Yeah. It's it's absolutely the same level of uh, personal involvement, you know, amongst the other players. Whereas any any team based online game has a certain degree of strategy and stuff like that. And of course, we've all seen like the the Leroy Jenkins videos, right. you know, where the guys yeah. like, okay, um, first uh, uh, Fondor, I want you to uh, throw down magic lightning and uh, need to draw them into your AOE. You know, and the guys like planning it all out for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's existed, but I mean, these games where it's literally everybody is, is serving such a different second. role, split yeah. second decisions. Yes. You know, it's not like, okay, you can wait for the boss. When he winds up the giant lava ball, that's when everybody wants to take three steps yeah. back. It's more of a, you know, oh, geez, you don't have time to react. Your buttons, need, you your fingers need to be moving before your brain makes it. You don't even have time yeah. to tell your team what you're doing because you're going to be against 
thousands of millions of other people playing. They could all play the same hero, and they'll all play him differently. Yeah. So you don't know how they're going to play, and you can't say, oh, well, when he shoots his arrow that's going to stun me, you need to heal me. It's like, you need to know to do that if I'm going to run left or run right, or what am I going to do? And if not, be prepared to hear some racial epitaphs. And- <laughs> oh, you're going to get you're going to get flamed voice chat, yeah, spam can chat. Can you imagine if that game were on Xbox Live? Oh, man. Oh, I, my heavens. I, 10-year-olds. Oh, I would screaming. probably walk out of every game thinking that I was actually Jewish and didn't know it. <laughs> because of how many people who would probably call me that. Do you think it'd so be successful? So many anti-Semitic terms. What's that? Do you think it'd be successful on Xbox Live? Or do you think yeah. that community would absolutely destroy it? It's such that's such a wild philosophical argument. You know, I think I think a lot of things can be successful on Xbox Live, but if you're just I don't think you'd have the same wise. level of religious commitment of the community that you have yeah. on PC. Right. You know, because I mean, uh, Xbox Live it, it's it's a known quantity at least. Well, it is for the next few days. <laughs> we'll find out what Microsoft comes out with, and you know, in literally a couple of days, but uh, for the next Xbox. But it's a, what Live does is such a known quantity, and what different companies have done with it. You know, certain companies do things that are better at, like you know, uh, stat tracking and stuff like that, and and mixing the teams and stuff. But on PC, it's a living, breathing thing. You know, changes can be made constantly to mold it in a direction that the developers and, and more importantly, the community want it to go. And so I think you get more of a religious fervor, almost a zealotry about it. And going along with that, just like all the other games on PC, you can mod. I mean, if you talk about Counter-Strike, you can make your own map. That's what keeps people playing constantly. Because I had Counter- before I played Counter-Strike on PC, I had it on the Xbox. Oh God, that, was it bad? It was terrible. It was I, awful. See, I was playing it when it was still in beta on the on PC, and uh, I remember when the when the I want to say there was a PS2 version, maybe. I I, I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> it's it's been so long, and I remember playing that and going, "This this is this isn't even this isn't the same game." It didn't feel right. It didn't no. look right. It was clunky. Yeah. It it was just. Bad. I mean, yeah. I'll just I'll I'll call it. It's bad. Yeah, yeah I would never do it. Again. Shame on you, yeah, developers. Who, whoever on the first tried Counter that. Strike, was whoever awful. was picked up by Valve. It wasn't Counter Strike like like one of those things brewed in a basement, and then Valve went, "This is lovely. Come be amongst us in the stars," like they did with Yule with my quotey fingers that no Yule. one can see. A lot, a lot of people felt Mr. Those. Brenner. They felt those. <laughs> I was doing them as hard as I could. Yes. So, but I mean, yeah, Valve, and that's one of the things I loved about Valve early on. You know, other than the fact that you know Half Life was another one of those Best Buy suggestions that blew my brain out the back of my head. <laughs> Where the guy's like, "Dude, have you tried Half Life? No, it looks dumb. It looks like there's like checkerboard floors. You don't don't look at the box art, man. You got to get Half Life." You, you're the typical consumer that you, we can sell anything to that guy. No, you know, you talk to the same guy. I, I think I've told two of three stories where Best Buy successfully got me to buy something I wasn't. The weird to thing buy. is, it's always the same guy who's always talking like this, they trying all... to get you to buy. A <laughs> yeah, it was the same it, guy. It was they all yeah, talked that way? Only, it was only three years it's, apart. It could have been weird. the same guy. But, um, I haven't even got into my Xbox 360 uh, Best Buy story, which was a whole other eye-opening experience. But. So I'm, I'm like, well, I want a shooter. There's nothing new out. That, you know, I, and again, I wasn't quakey. I think Quake 2 was around that time or just prior to that. That's all right, because Half-Life <laughs> was modified Quake 2 engine. Yeah, and yeah I, I was pretty quakey. 
yeah. by then. It's just yeah, a funny I had. Word. I didn't even know how deep quakes. You know, I wanted to talk about this when you were talking, but I keep hijacking every conversation. Yeah, we don't even get. Geez. In fact, Why your you nickname is the hijack. Yeah. Yeah. You are the hijack. <laughs> Should I change my gamer tag? Yes. Scum <laughs> still calls me Black Staff. Yeah. I haven't gotten my Black Staff around. You know don't want to know where that came from. The greatest book series of all time. I'm not even gonna go into <laughs> so, it. So, um, but uh, yeah, the, you know, you, you gotta get this. Marvel does it have multiplayer? Because you know, back then I'm playing like Jedi Knight, you know, Dark Forces Two, Jedi Knight, and Sabers Only Clan uh, on dial up. Uh, awesome remember, game. I remember when those guys wanted to get together, and I was like, no, I don't want to know you people. No, <laughs> I get off work at Chili's and I come home and I want to cut some heads off <laughs> in my mind because they're not actually animated to do that, but. <laughs> I don't want to know any of you, but so I'm, I'm, I'm thirsting for a shooter. I think I just upgraded my PC and the guys I convinces me to get this and I go home and I start playing it. And first off you have like the 10 minute long opening sequence when you're on a tram. In fact, it's amazing that I actually said Mario brothers two instead of half-life one. That's really kind of blowing you, my mind on. This do you want to start over? Let's, you know, hit, Can we... hit stop. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Done. Okay. Now recording it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Good. I'm convinced by what you just said. <laughs> So I, I, didn't, I didn't even hear the click, 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 click. Welcome to Better Kind Games. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're on this tram, and for 10 minutes, you're just going through these areas where it's like a you know a big underground work environment, and it's office and then there's Rocky Craggy, and there's some army dudes. And Rocky boxes Craggy. Around. These are all words. Um, there's some army dudes moving stuff around, and there's helicopters. And the whole time, there's this like voice saying, please keep your arms and legs inside the tram at all times. And I'm just like <laughs> listening to this woman like just spout off about whatever, you know, at the cafeteria today. I don't remember. And what you're really trying said. to figure out how to get yeah. your arms out. My, yeah. Because you know, <laughs> all you want to tell you not to do it. I'm <laughs> pushing against every window on this thing <laughs> to see if I can open it and just fall to my death. Because immediately, you know, what, what can I do to break the game? Well, absolutely. But, I mean, it was just so amazing that they took 10 minutes just to deliver to me a cinematic thing like, hey, here's how big and crazy this place is. Before we kick off the story, we want you to go. Wow, what's all this? Yeah, you know, it's like they're they're baiting it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 just wetting the tongue. You know, in wetting your appetite. And and oh my word, that game blew my mind. And I remember as soon as I as soon as I got back to school. You know, I might grab my room like, dude, you got to get Half-Life. Why? I will show you why. The Best Buy guy told me. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm talking you, like the Best Buy guy. Today, you have the to... games make us talk like this. So I, I fired, we, we turned the lights off and I fired up on my little like, you know, VGA 640 by 480 monitor or whatever I was using at that point. And he's looking over my shoulder and I'm playing this and going, dude. Just the stupid tram. Yeah. He's just listening to the voice of the lady on the tram, which in my mind, I kind of like to retcon that as like, you know, being uh, uh, what's the yes, the computer from Portal. Oh, yeah. Um, GLaDOS. GLaDOS. Yeah. I, like, I like to think that it was GLaDOS that she like somehow managed to get out of Aperture Science and do the recording for Black Mesa. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah, I'm, yeah absolutely. But and he's just watching that same sequence. He's like, this is amazing. This is the most amazing thing we've ever seen. And, um, you know, we, we were playing it constantly. We started playing Counter-Strike. As soon as Day of Defeat betas and alphas started coming out, we were playing Day of Defeat, Day you know, World War II. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We were playing that game when there was absolutely no penalty for running full sprint all the time. We were, like, we were popping dudes at 300 yards with a non-scoped rifle at full tilt because there was just <laughs> no penalty Because at you all. could. Yeah. You hit button, guy in front of this, die. Period. And yes. we we were good at it. And we were downstairs in doing laundry in the basement of our, of the dorm building we you lived did, you in. You did your laundry? Uh, it, what a nerd. Very rarely. Actually, most of the time I let it stack up so high, throw it all in the back of my car and drive up to my sister's house and then just do it there <laughs> while I'm playing, you know, my brother-in-law's PlayStation. 
but uh but it, we you know every now and then you know you need you need shorts right yeah so we yeah. go down there to wash some shorts and there's this you know this big tall dude with like thick old coke bottle glasses over in the corner the kind of guy who like you're not sure how recently he showered because he's got kind of a greasy sheen to him <laughs> you know and he's just awkward enough to be dangerous yes yeah, you're yeah exactly you're, like, you're looking at him going you're not the kind of guy that i just intentionally steer out of the way of but i would probably never strike up a conversation with you just randomly like hey man how's it going crazy weather we're having right i'll kill your soul you know you have no idea what to expect out of us dude and so we're sitting there doing laundry, and we're going on and on and on about how much we love the Half-Life, and we just kind of had been playing, you know, we'd just gotten into internet games and stuff. And uh, and this guy goes, you uh, you guys, uh, you're talking a lot about Half-Life. We're like, yo, it's great, it's incredible. You, you ever play Quake? Like, I played the shareware back <laughs> ding, on ding, my ding. yeah back on my 486 ES, you know, Packard Bell. And, and he's like, oh, man, Quake will blow your mind. Why? Why do all these people you meet talk weird? The, 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 I don't the, like it. It's because it was a secret underground. <laughs> except, the except secret, this dude, the secret Quake Society. Yeah, this dude's like, I'm running H servers out of my dorm room right now. And in reality, he probably actually sounded like this. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> he had to talk real down low because eight servers was dude. That was well, over the university limit. First sure. off, it was awesome being at a university that actually had a functional LAN, especially a small private school like we went to, having something that made the internet go fast and Napster choked everything all night long because people would load 800 songs up into their queue and go to sleep. Uh, but Napster. Napster. Yeah, Napster. Those days. F and Napster. Yeah. But this guy's like, he's like, yeah, I'm running servers out of my room. He's like, oh, yeah, we, we do this thing. We have grapples. We do, like, rappelling in the game. And we're just, like, you know, standing there, eyes like tennis balls, our heads exploding. Teach me. I know. Teach us things, wise warrior. You know? And and from then on, we oh, never great actually... noble laundry man. <laughs> We never actually talked to the guy. Because, again, he's talking about Quake 1. He's still playing Quake 1. We're on a Quake 1 service. And we're like, Quake 2's already out. We're playing Half-Life, which is based on the Quake 2 engine. Why would we go back and play Quake 1? We didn't realize. I mean, that. I think that's probably still going on in some circles. You know what I mean? That Quake 1 had legs. It went for a long time. We never talked to that guy again, but we'd always refer to him as Quake Guy. The Quake Guy. Yeah, Quake Guy. Quake Guy. You remember Quake Guy? Oh, that dude was awesome. He had stories. But you'd never be in his room alone. (laughs) That's weird. That's true. That's true. So, uh, all right, let's move on. You know, we don't we don't have any emails. Obviously, this being our our uh, our uh, first foray. But you know, we were talking about some talk. We can make up one. We could just make up an email. Oh, Uh, we just got an email in from Shasta Shasta Tuesday (laughs) at what the hell at Robertson Party Favors. Right. What what did he slash she say? What did he or she uh, concern herself uh, himself? I, I got I got nothing. Okay, <laughs> I got nothing. Well, but, uh, maybe it's the the uh, Nvidia Android powered uh, thing they're asking about. Oh yes. Oh, is that the one you want to talk about? I then? don't know. <laughs> Only if they're asking. <laughs> well, what, whoever that Sh- Shasta Tuesday is, <laughs> it's a smart fella. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows us so well. I mean, he or she. He's hacking our emails and everything. Uh, you know you. We've been hearing a little bit about uh, the, uh, I mean, there's lots of news going on. Like we've said, Microsoft is getting ready to finally officially unveil the next Xbox console, and that's going to be a big deal. But uh, but we uh, we were just kind of passing around some things that kind of struck our fancy, and one of the things that jumped out at me, I had forgotten all about this until I saw an article yesterday on uh, Ars Technica about the uh, NVIDIA Shield. God. 
which is an unfortunate name considering that like agents of shield just got greenlit for ABC in the fall. So now everybody's, you know, there's going to be like those parents who are like at Toys R Us or, well, I don't know if you would carry that at Toys R Us, but they're going to be Best Buy going. Are they still around? Toys R Us? Is that real? Oh man, if oh. it weren't for Toys yeah. R Us, my two-year-old would be an unhappy child. And I, actually because of Toys R Us, my I kind of figured, <laughs> figured Walmart would have taken over Such a double-edged sword. No, I got to tell you, you're going to get me on a tangent. This is the tangent. No, 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 no. It's no, happened. No. No. Walmart uh, does Nvidia, not have Nvidia? the selection nor the price competition. Just, just go with it. <laughs> I'd rather get so toys now, from I'll parlay this into Toy Story properties, which I'll parlay into Disney Infinity, which I'll parlay back into this. Just hold on tight. No, I'm not going to no. do any of that. Uh, the Shield, it's they're a, calling a, it a, oh. a handheld console device, sort of. I'm gonna, tablet? I'm gonna throw this out right now. If you want a portable game system that has a screen that looks like a tablet, get a damn tablet. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to carry. Yeah, mm. there's Game mm. Boys. You have an interesting point. Mm. 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 Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Indubitably. Mm. But if you want a handheld game system, get a Game Boy. I, it's a got Game your, Boy? Those two screens, stylus touch. It's all you want. It's that thing. Does it, have, does it have sweet green liquid crystal that I can crack open and leak out and try to huff? I don't even know. A Game Boy. I believe you're referring to the Nintendo 3DS. I know it as the Game Boy, <laughs> which is funny because you are you have not been on this earth as long as the actual Game Boy has. I had That's an original true. Game Boy. That doesn't that doesn't matter. I had an original Game Boy when I was in elementary school, which means it's been on this earth longer than you. <laughs> in fact, yeah. I have it in the other room. I could go get it. Let's load something up. Let's I got go. I, I got the light boy. We could play it in here with the Please lights no. dimmed the way it is. Right Please now. no. <laughs> well, and what's up, what's up with the name? I mean, I feel like I carry this thing around and it's gonna. Create, the shield create a force field shield i don't know around I, me. I, I think it's an unfortunate name i think they should have gone with something more techie uh it, i mean let's, well first off let's explain what the thing is it's supposed to be a handheld game console i guess it's if we're got, tearing it up and no one even knows what it's I, right. I guess well we've kind of touched on it, but i guess it's got some android uh operating system it'll play some games but it's also will wireless wirelessly stream pc games as long as you're on your wi-fi network with your pc so you can actually like sit on the couch and play a hardcore game. I don't know why you would want to. Well, I, mean, I, I guess I kind it's of a neat do. idea. That, that's a good idea because Steam just came out with their uh, big picture. Yeah, big picture mode. Big picture makes sense to me. I mean, you know, right on the other side of the store here, I've got the projector. Big picture is wonderful yeah. to me, but um, but you know, big picture as opposed to teeny screen. That's where I get a little confused. Now, granted, a lot of PC games, dare I say, almost most. Of the, I should say, core games, not like all the indie stuff, are controller. You can tell they're being designed for controller first because that's way the money is right now. And so when you get, I mean, we've had games that we've played on, on at our land parties. Yes, we still do that. We are that type of people since ninety. I don't know. I, I don't know how long they've been, they've been meeting. I've only been involved for well, I've only been five years. For, yeah, five. I would think I was there a year before you were. So something like that. We were. Yeah. You and I were really we were pretty close. Similar. In times that we started anyway. with these crazy people. But um, we've downloaded games where you literally could not figure out how to control them because there were absolutely no button prompts that were anything related to a PC. But if you'd had a con- like an Xbox controller in your hands, it would have been completely you know, intuitive. But um, so I can totally see why, yeah, some games would be friendly for you know sitting on the couch and maybe, okay, yeah, the girlfriend wants to watch the, you know, the Real Housewives of the BFE. I'm going to sit here and, <laughs> and, you know, play my, my eight 
quake repelling servers <laughs> on, <laughs> on this little, you know, streaming thing. You're going to play the quake servers. But I guess I always get nervous whenever anybody comes out with something this, dare I say, major that seems to be confusing as to what exactly it is. Perfect yeah. example. Sorry. Perfect, the Wii U right now ain't doing what they'd wanted it to do. And, I, and a large portion of that seems to be because people, you know, a lot of the people who bought the Wii you know, the, the everyday non-core gamer. Yeah. Um, it's a party console. Well, they don't know that it's a console. A lot of people, I guess, think it's just an accessory Well, for the Wii because, yeah. you know, Nintendo, when they first brought out this PR, they didn't even show you what the actual console unit looked like. They're like, look, look and controller, have screens, yay! Yeah. That was racist. It'll get worse. <laughs> um, and, and, but they wouldn't even show, and of course, the console's stylized a lot like the original, the Wii. And, and so... I think people got confused. They do exactly what it was and that, and you know, factor in all, of course, the, the fact that, you know, light gamers can get their fix from a hundred other devices right now that they already have in their pockets. But when you get confusing like that, you kind of mix up the message that you're sending. Is it an, you know, is it a game console or is it a video streaming device? If it's both, it seems like a, a weird combination in this package. Well, yeah. And, and the, uh, I think the biggest, a telltale sign of what they're trying to make it is um the price point at 350 oh yeah that's Ooh, someone pulled up a website it, yeah it, it's uh <laughs> i think he just took notes <laughs> he's scripted no, i actually read the article and he sent it to me so he I tattoos can, everything ooh, onto himself like yeah. memento right yes yeah. <laughs> yeah well good movie um no, I was referring but, to the character Memento. That was oh. his name, right? John Memento. Oh, I thought we were talking about the candy Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 350 price points, it's an iPad mini. Yeah, it really is. And, so, and for you, when what are you getting? You're getting half a tablet screen-wise and like a 360 controller. Now, granted, I would love to have a controller that somehow bolts onto my iPad if, that's an accessory. That's well, not no, a but it system. is, and they exist. Like, or you know, the Bluetooth connection they exist. But the problem is, there are so few things that support it because they're not part of it out of the gates. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like right. when the Wii when the Wii Motion Plus came out, Nintendo was I think doing a little bit of recruiting to get other people to support the Wii Motion Plus. Like you know, EA did it with Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. but everybody else just kind of went, "Why you sold this to you sold this to more people than there are on the planet, and none of them are buying any additional accessories? Why would we ever make that a requirement or even put the effort into making it an addition to our game? And it's it's, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It it, just, it throws me for a loop. My my question is: Is that screen attached? We're yes. looking at a picture, right? Yeah, now. it's attached. it's attached. Does it like slide down? It looks like it might. Does it flip I think, down? I think it flips down over top the uh, controls. Okay, um, that's that way. It's still pretty bulky. That way, if yeah. you're having intercourse with somebody, right, you can or, shut you it. Can, real quick. You can you can fold it down and control the game, and while they're watching it from their upside down point of view. Okay. It really it depends on what page you're at on the Kama Sutra. I can't. I, can't even believe us. You were keeping a straight face during most of the <laughs> I You were listening intently. I wasn't going to stop. I was, no, yeah. one, one neat thing about it, though, is they, they promise, anyways, that the, um, the Android updates are going to be pretty rapid. They're going to keep up with the Android updates. Can, wow. Can they, though? So they're gonna, I don't know if they can, they're gonna, but they they're probably going to be the one company that does. I mean, that's a valid question you're asking. Can yeah. they? Because no one else does. Or no, may, 
That's a lot of manpower. To, you know, I got demand. I got two close relatives that have Google Nex Nexuses Nexi Google Nexuses Nexies Nexizen. I I have two two relatives who have a Google Nexus each. One per, <laughs> and I should ask them now. And see, I don't know if they're—they're they're also not the kind of people who are going to be hawking updates. You know, like perch, just waiting for the next one to come down the pipe. They're very casual, but um, I'd be curious to find out if Google itself, who you know has their name on the Nexus, even though it's made by Acer or Asus or somebody—I don't remember—but I would—I'm curious if yes. if Google even pushes updates that fast to that, because it seems like no Android device. You know, I had an Android phone for two years. And I got none updates, which is why I ended up just rooting the thing so I can do whatever I want to. Nobody got time for that. No one got time for updates. (laughs) I got time for no updates. I'm selling cell phones up in here. Well, yeah, and it doesn't come with... Cool, I got to add megapixels. It it doesn't come with the, uh, like, a a 4G chip or anything like that. No, I don't imagine it would. That would be neat if it was, like, a 4G internet... But so then it was again, a phone, so you could just, you're like, but you're, I, that's you're, you're riding the crosstown bus. You'd be paying <laughs> subscription. Yeah, like where where would it be? Because applicable? people in the Midwest ride buses. Yeah, <laughs> not most. I'm, of I'm trying to think of where it would be applicable other than your own home. Why, I, well, why would you take it? Their whole big thing. I, I think the big thing is you know anywhere with Wi-Fi. Which granted, there's Wi-Fi in a lot of places. You you download what you want, but it's not. I mean, it's just like think of it like a DS. All right, let's for a second cross into the Nintendo DS. Game Boy. Uh, oh, think of it like, oh, up. my bad. Yeah, we got to make it so that Chris, it's the young one, understands. The Game Boy. The Game Boy. Think of it like They're that. They're all Nintendo. Where, like with, you have Wi-Fi only on the DS and you connect and you can download things, but you can't just connect randomly anywhere. You know, it's True. it's you, you get what you want and then you've got gaming on the go. True. I mean, but same thing with the, my iPad. Yeah. I don't have I don't have the, the cell chip in my iPad. The cell chip. I don't have a PS3 in my iPad. <laughs> I'm at the cellular data service. The data. For, I have a Wi-Fi only iPad. So, which is understandable. Yeah, and it but it works. I take it all the time. There's no it. point in having a smart tablet when you have a smartphone. Yes. Can I say if I can say that a, a smart, smart tablet? tablet. That, that's a cool. I like that. I got me one of my smart tablets. <laughs> Y'all come over and Bobby, take a look at Bobby, it. Bobby, I got me a smart. Give me another Mountain Dew. We're gonna have a barbecue. So people come over and see that smart tablet you picked up. <laughs> look at that resolution. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> corn and stuff. Yeah, Indiana. corn. Right. Midwest. Here Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. About that trademark buses. Yeah. Can can we move this conversation into the? Uh, what what is the other the go know. the go go? It's all falling apart all around us. It's the oh go-go. the 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 game pop. Yeah, game pop. The go you know, until yesterday. <laughs> no, yeah, I've been reading up the the Hugo, <laughs> another art movement. Um, I I uh, I read about this uh, another uh, another article on Ars Technica uh, about the game pop console. This seems a little more interesting. Offering the subscription based right. gaming plan. Um, I've never a, heard of the Game Pop before. And, you know, I'm, we would talk about talk about the Ouya and stuff on here, which is an Android console for televisions. And and yeah, I think all that stuff has got a fascinating story to tell. And of course, they're trying to keep the cost low on that. I mean, all funded through Kickstarter and all that stuff. Very cool, newish stuff happening. But the Game mm, Pop came out of nowhere for me. I think that's that's a bold move doing a monthly subscription on on well, gaming. Well, and they're they're going to give you. The uh, the console and the controller for free for was, a trial I, period. I thought the controller was your smartphone. 
Was I wrong in well, saying that? No, there's, a, there's an actual controller, and you can interface so, your okay, smartphone with okay. it. So if you have two extra pairs of hands, yes. you can hold your smartphone and use the screen like a Wii U while controlling it with the controller using the other hands. And we guarantee that two games will support it. <laughs> guarantee? I just pulled all that out of my butt if that wasn't abundantly <laughs> clear. Yeah, but they're, gonna, they're intentionally keeping their catalog small. Yeah. I, so, like they said, around five hundred. Yeah, and the, and they're going to drop things that aren't getting put, played, and they're yeah, going to they. I think that's good. Mentioned, yeah, no, they, they, they keep their licensing fees down, and they'll yeah. also. I mean, to me, that ensures a certain degree. Let's hope of optimization, making yeah. sure that things will work and, well. On and the developers are going to get paid based on how much it gets played. I kind of feel well. like it'd be a mini app store in that sense. Because well, certainly, yeah. yeah. Like, I think of it like the Kindle yeah. app store. Yeah, because you can't have big games in there. This is little you play for a few hours maybe you'll put multiple hours in a tower defense Have you game. had an android device no how many big games do you think there are i well if you look at they have rpgs on the ipad yeah the ipad's a different animal i'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm comparing gonna, the two as far as a i had you know a smart instrument yeah i i don't think i mean the, i think the vast majority of stuff that would be available on android is going to probably be playable on a pretty simple device uh, there's a few things where maybe the 3D isn't very well optimized, but most stuff isn't like that. I had I actually bought an Android tablet before I got fed up and within a week returned it and got an iPad. You know, I remember, I remember we made the little video. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the clown video. Oh, the <laughs> let's not go in. Let's not. We'll post that on the forums. You've later. never seen that many adult men so giddy to use facial distortion technology oh. on a camera. And it was a good night. It was a, it was a productive <laughs> night. Yeah. For, again, this is when we say land party, it's in quote, quotey fingers around land party because it's sometimes the land does not ever. It's actually a social factor. gathering. It's yeah. a weekly social gathering where games sometimes get played. Right. That's that's a good way to put it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and my big thing that that put me over the edge was and I don't know if this has changed, but at the time, the Google, the, the Google App Store or Google Play, I don't know if it was branded that way. I think it was. Yeah, it was only this was less than a year ago or around a year ago. Um, didn't differentiate between. I could not search on tablet apps, and because in the store there was no differentiation between tablet and phone, because you know an Android phone can be any number of screen sizes or resolutions, right? I mean, they're made by anybody and everybody, so there was no differentiation amongst devices. As a result, who's gonna who's gonna make an app just for a tablet? When they won't have any differentiation in the store, I yeah. make it for anything. And so almost all the apps I'm running on this, you know, it was a really good tablet. It's good hardware. Um, I won't, I don't remember the model. What, you know, I, I do. Is it Asus? It Asus 7480. It was like a 7, 740. <laughs> I think that you are really close <laughs> on that, which is really creepy because I think pulling, you just pulled that out of nowhere. Numbers up. I, it might have it had a three in it somewhere, but you know the video editing and stuff like that which i you know i want to edit you know picture videos of my daughter and stuff like that right. put on facebook and the the ability was so minimal right i'd have to like jump between three or four different apps just to put a simple like ken burns effect style video yeah, together it's inconvenient it was it was terrible and but the gaming was the store was so choked full of like student project style you know i'm a programmer and i don't want to bother with none of them graphic designer type games yeah. that it ended up just I, – I was just like – I felt like most of the apps I was finding were just kind of bleh. Coincidentally, uh, two groups in my senior design group did Android-based games. Oh, did they? They 
they never actually finished. They had working prototypes yeah. and whatnot, but they had them. Their plan is to put them on the Android. App, what type so. of games were they? Uh, the one that I actually sat <laughs> through if, if and you, watched. If you say Othello, I'm going to laugh. It was, I don't even know how to just, it was a, uh, like an old Zelda turn-based, uh, mathematically, I know that you can't see my fingers, but every I move you make, they make closer to you. Oh, so it's like and a turn-based Turn-based, and then when you collide, it's combat, and it's, it's not actual, you do anything combat, it's calculated combat. Right, right. I don't even know what kind of game that would be. But, did it, did it look pretty? Mm, I mean, it looked like the old Zelda game. Really old. Oh, so it was games. at least going for that kind of eight bit style. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, that's made a big these are just. I mean, these are just seniors and right. College no, project absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, that's kind of like what you're talking about. The games are meh. Like, yeah. People are just putting stuff out to put it out. Right. And so, and and yeah, there is some bigger stuff out there, but I had a hard time finding it. And I really think you know, with the with the iOS devices, you've only got a handful of different system settings that you have to develop for. And you're like, well, and and there's differentiation on the store, so you can pretty much target whatever you want. On the Android side, if you really want to sell something, because you're also competing with all the free stuff and all the piracy, pirated stuff that's out there, you've got to cast a pretty wide net. And I think, you know, it's it's just an inherent problem with the nature of the platform. Not a problem with the platform, but the nature of it, which that nature serves a very good and very vital purpose. But as a result, you don't get a lot of really... I don't think you're going to see a lot of powerhouse things on Android, or at least not from my experience. I've gotten away from it. You know, I, I kind of cast off shackles. I had an underpowered phone anyway, and I, of course, returned the, uh, the the tablet, and I'm back on iOS devices yeah, exclusively. They are saying this is, in quotes, plenty fast for 3D gaming. So that's mm, yeah, going to be one of those, you have to see it to believe it. So here's, w- without it being out, here's right. the question. Would you pay six ninety nine? was it? What? A month. I think it was, a month. It was about seven. Oh. Would you pay sixty nine six ninety nine a month to play games? Android plus, games? Plus, yes. would, it's, after the trial period, you have to drop another hundred bucks for the console. Right, for the hardware. A hundred bucks for the console Agreed. is not bad. That's where oh, the Ouya yeah. is, right? The Ouya is around a hundred? I think so. hundred fifty? Uh, eh. would, would, uh, would you give it a try at least? Well, I don't know. Can I, I return it and not pay the hundred bucks? That's I'm what gonna, they're alluding to. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say probably not. Yeah, well, because they made okay. it sound like they don't even have the hardware out yet. Yeah, you're un- just unfortunately I have to approach every question like that from two different perspectives. Yeah. The the me as a father of a two year old, you know, married father of a two year old, trying to do this type of garbage that we're doing, and then also the me as like the eternal bachelor. You know, the one who lives on in my the, dreams. The man cave. Yeah, the one, the one who actually gets to use the man cave that we're in yes. more often than when you guys are here. Uh, the, and I think I think maybe there'd be part of me who, if, with a disposable income, I'd roll the dice on it just to have the talking points. But it'd be more of an educational experience than an actual, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to play right. me some games. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of entertainment. I this. can play Angry Birds on my Roku, you know? Oh, yeah. There's, you know. Yeah. Not a lot of games there either, no, at all. But it's like that's filler. I've yeah, I've I've got the ability to do these things in so many places. I, I'm I'm getting to the point though where, and and maybe it's because now I'm I'm a father too. It, it I just don't have time Not to sit me. in front of a television and and, and, know and uh, play a game. Play. You know, it's it's uh, you know, but you know, if I'm playing a game, it's on my PC or it's on my phone. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm. I can't I'm, occupy the television. You're, you're more you know. of the. 
can I call it a hardcore gamer? If you either play a game or you play it to be a time waster. That's that's how I see a phone game. A you, phone game is a time waster. I mean, it's it's hard me, it's, it's hard to get as involved with a phone game that then like it is. Well, know, it's also half hard. Life. It's hard to get everybody in your life to leave you alone when you're playing a phone game. Well, that's right. why you're just sitting you do on the it couch. on the porcelain throne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why we all have leg imprints when we go to yes. bed at night from the from the toilet printing itself on the back of our thighs. And, and and that is not an exaggeration at all. <laughs> no, it was but, a hell of a tower defense. Why yeah. are you spending an hour in the toilet? <laughs> exactly. It takes you forever to go to the bathroom. You know what? Are you listening to yourself? That's why. But uh, no, we're all happily married with lovely. lovely no, not, not all, all of us. us. Not no. all of us. You no, know, Chris is not. Chris is in a terrible relationship. That's not accurate. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm in a great relationship. Okay, but we um. Yeah, it's Rosie. like it's when you're sitting on the couch looking at your phone, no one assumes that you want to be left alone. No. No one assumes that you're having a deeply moving experience because you're just sitting on the couch staring at your phone. You're you're trolling Facebook, you're tweeting, you're doing something like that so they can interrupt you at will. So you have to have those little corners if if you're going to have that experience on that medium you have to go hide somewhere which is usually a bathroom or a yeah. closet or, or <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just rocking back and forth and crying you know but it, or in the shower you know put it in a plastic baggie yeah. <laughs> yeah. we've all been there let's yeah. just know there's no there's no end to the possibilities but but yeah it's you know and that's something where you know as we're as we are you know cresting this hill of of officially you know, becoming this independent developer of, you know, at this point right now, like mobile style games or more mobile, you know, whereas we're definitely, we're definitely open to PC development. We're just, that's not where we're starting out. And, uh, and, but a big, big sticking point for me is what kind of game can you play quickly? If you have to, can you just jump in and jump out? If but you're forced you also, to. If you're forced to, that's a good, yeah. yeah. But also can get a, a in-depth, meaningful experience. How can you, how can you have the, both? That's the eternal struggle of the... It is. It is. It is. Of, of the casual, of like, yeah, I'm getting that popping sound again, too. What is that? Is it me? Probably. Yeah, I think it's you. I have no idea I, what it is. I think you're... Getting too close or something. I'm just getting too close to the mic. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. I've been schooled. I'll lean back. No, I'm I'm all the way back here and I'm hearing it. Me? Yeah, it is you. What the hell? As soon as you moved. Is it? No. Hmm. Well, continue on. We'll figure it out for next time. Uh, I have no idea where I was, but. Good, because we can go on the next. Oh, maybe it's me. Probably is. Seems to be whenever anybody talks, I think it might be. (laughs) No one talks. (laughs) This podcast podcast is silent. We'll keep it rolling, though. It'll be a real small file size, I would imagine. But, uh, yeah, it's it's the the capturing, especially using a touch screen as your only form of input. I can't stand it when you have to play touch screen controller style with your thumbs. I can't stand holding, like, Holding on the go button or whatever. There are almost no games that I will play that way. That's Awful. an automatic disqualification for me, except for there's a handful where, and, and I won't do dual thumbs, but there are some that I play that requires like one thumb. And they yeah. use the kind where you click anywhere and that's where the controller is, yeah. wherever you lay your thumb down. That's first off the only way to do it. And secondly, uh, it has to be like, be really bringing something to the table that I really want to enjoy aside because how could it be your web browsers? No, when I when I moved it to the web browser, it uh, went away. Okay, well, we'll just stay in the web browser, I guess. Yep. But it, it just 
the whole big thing when you put your thumb down and it's fine and it's greasy and okay and then you start moving your thumb around a lot and suddenly it's sticking to the screen and it's kind of having a frictiony scoot across the screen and then that, it's messing up the input. I, I don't like that. I, you can't feel. Yeah. Like you don't. I mean, if I'm looking at the screen, uh, granted, the screen and your thumb should be in the same place, but when you get focused in on your character, yeah, you just move half a millimeter off that, and all of a sudden your guy stops and you fall yeah. dead. You're like, well, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't feel that my thumb was slipping further and further. I, I love the fact that casual, gaming's ha- casual games and even some of the really, really well-designed, slightly more hardcore games have this new medium to take advantage of. But I really wish that there was some sort of standardized control input options because, and it's not because I'm old and I want the old ways. It's because you are it, old, though. No, it's just because what we're yeah, I am old. <laughs> it's it's because of the you know the things that we're talking about right here. There there are limitations to it, and one of those you know there are limitations to anything, right? Any control style, but one of the limitations to touchscreen input is the fact that you can't do twitch action. And right. Twitch action right. is a huge part of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'll and agree. so it just automatically eliminates that from there's there's a handful of examples. I'm sure that some people could angrily cite. And, then, you know, I would go, oh, yeah, but those are the exceptions. You'll, and you'll they're say, taking advantage of the, you know, they're taking advantage of a certain thing that allows them to work around it, which not everybody can do. You'll say, meh, but yeah, <laughs> not really. I'll say, screw those guys. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like those League of Legends bastards. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> Screw them. Learn a lesson. Yeah. L2P. Learn to play. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that another Dota term or is that just, you know. That's anyway. just that's just internet. Oh. I don't. I've heard it on Dota. It's amazing. But... Outside of our, our little closed LAN parties, it's amazing how much I've shied oh. away from the internet. I know all the little trash talk. Uh... Oh, man. I let my I'm, I let my Xbox Live Gold subscription run out because I was just so tired of hearing I only the, have, high falsettos screaming epitaphs at me. And, I only have it for Netflix. And I that's watch a, Netflix. I've got so many devices game. that play Netflix that it's like, nah. I'm planning on getting like that's Apple pretty expensive TV Netflix. Yeah. Well, I don't pay for it actually. Yes, you do. Fun, funny. No, oh, you don't pay for your life. He doesn't pay for. Uh, I don't pay for either one. Actually, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't know what credit card Live yeah, is on. Mooching down to it. I think it's one of my. parents' You do know you cards. have to pay off a credit card. It's not mine. Oh, it's on like my parents' credit card, and they just paid it for the year. They they uh, they're, I mean, so it's not, they're so used to not questioning the charge when it's there that they right. Like, hey, didn't this kid move out? Well, no. <laughs> Why are we still paying? Well, for they it? still have. They have an Xbox Live. At home still, my little brother. But oh, I yeah. think that they fall at different points in the year where they're just like, uh, well, <laughs> we'll just like go ahead and about that long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just renew your subscription for a year, and then they'll just write it off twice a year. Like, uh, uh, I don't remember if I did that or not. Yeah. So I just I'll play until it runs out. It I just keeps coming. I remember in high school I had like a subscription to PC Gamer, and man, when that subscription came up, my dad would walk in the room. Do you still read this thing? Yes. <sighs> the, the angry dad sigh. Yeah. I'm not angry, yeah. just disappointed. Yeah. And I'm finding myself doing that now. To my oh, yeah. Kids. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I can still, my kid, you can still give like a tenth of an ice cream sandwich and you're the hero for two days straight. So, <laughs> you know, we'll get to that point, I'm sure. But What, what have you got pulled up now? Um, It's the. Uh, pulled up, not out. The, well. Set up. Oh. um, The, uh, the uh, free to play. Ah, oh, the uh, article. I I can't believe when I first read that I was shocked that people are dissing 
free games. I understand it, though. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm going to be honest I with really you. I really don't. I sent all these articles to you guys at 1230 in the morning. I read maybe the first two sentences of each one in Jump Ship. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks for getting that quality content out. <laughs> I was still busy trying to re-render that video for uh, Lord knows how many times. Better Check out our YouTube channel, Better Kind Games. Um, and our website. And our website. Better. We will get to that. God, this was topical. Settle down. <laughs> and our Twitter accounts. At, uh, and, yeah, let's... Check out our we social don't... security numbers and our, card, <laughs> our credit card numbers. Here's it's the... all posted on the forums. We Here's need people. my home address. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when I'm away. But with, with free-to-play, I mean, up until now, unless you've been into the hardcorest of games, like let's say Dota 1, which was a mod... For Warcraft 3. So yeah. you're, that's the hardcorest of hardcore. When you're installing mods, you're part of a hardcore gaming sect, right? So Dota you know, 2 is a free game. Right, Dota 2 is a free game, but it's it's also freemium. They sell the aesthetic stuff, right? Yeah, but it's not... It's cosmetic. Yeah, purely cos- cosmetic. Yeah, cosmetic. Aesthetic, cosmetic. But you only... You don't have to pay for those because you can... You can get drops. You can find them, yes, but then per you have, game. Don't you have to like pay for keys, or do you actually get drops that are not... Well, you get chests, yeah. and you can get a piece of gear. Oh, okay. So if you get the chest, you can go buy a key and get another chance for a piece of gear, okay. or you can just get gear. So right. you, like, you don't pick or anything. So Valve is running that a lot like um, Team Fortress 2, where most of, most of that stuff is strictly cosmetic. It's all cosmetic. There, all is, cosmetic. there is nothing performance-enhancing. And some of the stuff they do is actually kind of cool. You can change uh, your game announcer. And yeah, you can. Some of them are Didn't like they use the you know you don't know Jack guy or something. They use the Bastion. Bastion, announcer. that's what it was. The and Bastion. it's it's actually the, your mid towers. That guy has got a voice like this, yeah. man. I, I have Bastion on my your iPad base waiting is to under be played. Attack. <laughs> you need help in the middle lane. <laughs> it's it's actually it's it's cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's all I mean it's cosmetic stuff, so it's not pay to win, right? Which I don't, I don't know if I was just I just tangented you. Yeah. How do you like them apples? I love it. I have no idea where I was. Near do I. I do like apples. You're welcome. But for, yeah. Uh, the, outside of those hardcore games, the, the free games or the freemium free-to-play games that you got didn't always reek of the highest quality. Is that fair to say? They, I mean. I don't think they ever do. I but mean, they're not meant to. Remember, when we all first were, when we first kind of en masse walked away from WoW. When we said, "All right, World of Warcraft's going on the going on the uh, credit card shelf for a while," yeah, you and I, especially, and a little bit you, Howie, but but Chris, you and I started like playing every single free to play RPG MMR we could MMO yeah. that we could download, and we were happy with none of them, almost no. content maybe with most, right? But happy with they always none. lack the void. Yeah, there was like either the graphics were just too muddy and depressing. You couldn't justify it, or the game, or there was no jump, but, <laughs> which of course served no purpose in WoW. But darn it, if it weren't there, um, just you know, it's, it's but it didn't you know what? We itch. did try all of them. That's true. Which this article was saying people didn't want to try the games. Uh, there's some. I think I I understand uh, that. Yeah, maybe you might have wasted an hour of your life. God well, yeah, and I I do think this article is more about devs, um, really having a loathing for for the free to play model because really? because yeah. the quality's low. Or? Yeah, I, that's the quality's low, but it's more about um, they only care about 
making money, so they develop their games in such a way right. that it's, like it's a trap. yeah, intentionally trapping you to spend more money. And and and, and this guy's <laughs> point was um, there's actually a lot of good things. Oh, that was off Penny Arcade Report, wasn't it? Um, Sorry, I just wanted to give credit about the article we're referring to. Yeah, and it actually forwards a link to. Uh, is that Ben Cochera wrote that? I was trying to find the name. I couldn't find it. He does um, some of the stuff. He's from Ars Technica, actually. You can tell I'm I'm kind of yeah. a fanboy of some different. Yeah, it's uh, the, the real article is on devfodder.blogspot.com. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, it's a it's a link and a link. Yeah. Nice. But um, so yeah, he, he he was he was talking about uh, it was actually a very long winded article, but made a lot of good points. <laughs> but very good, very salient. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, how there's actually a lot of good things you can take from that model and say, hey, it's not all bad. Yeah. You know. And I, I'll be the first to say, I can't stand games that are pay to win. Oh yeah. If if I want to play a game that's advertises free to play, and someone's in there winning because they paid three hundred dollars for new guns that are significantly better than mine. Yeah. I'm not going to play that game because that's bullshit and I hate it. Yeah, I, I've been unimpressed with some of the uh, bro shooters that have come out where there's like a special a download option that allows you to unlock all the stuff right off the bat right. that you would normally have to work for. Because the truth of the matter is, well, yeah, you can get all that by playing the game. Okay, you can get all that by being good enough at the game that you don't hate it. Right. Whereas there's a or lot of other grinding. people right in the middle who are grinding and grinding, yeah. and the grind is not fun. No. And and yeah, and they, they, they make it not fun, so you will pay. So you'll say, It can screw happen. It. That's, a, that's a definitely a very thin line. Yeah. They'll you say, know, screw it, I'll just pay for it. You can see up there shining in the in the purple LED light it's up glimmering. on the shelf is the uh, Star Wars Old Republic Collector's Edition box, you know, and, and Darth Malgus or whoever sitting out the statue on my yes, nerd you, shelf. You and I bought yeah, that. Dropped yeah, up 150 bucks for it. $150 on that thing and at a time where I knew I would have no money. And, uh, and <laughs> Good I, investment. Yeah, it was great because I played the game for about a month and then walked away from it because... Yeah, maybe two. Was it around two? And, and it was just like... Well, yeah, a month before the release, <laughs> a month after, <laughs> but uh, but it was one of those things where it's like the, the game was lacking so many essential core features, and then of course had some design flaws. But you know, I started getting these emails when they were getting ready to make Old Republic free to play, saying you know all these promises. Oh, you have this, you have that, you have this. You go get back by this time. So I'm like, all right. So I logged back in, and it's like, yeah, if you want all that, you still need to subscribe. Right. I'm like, whoa, 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 right. whoa, you're yeah. a free game. Your free game, and and Not I already really. I already gave you a hundred and fifty dollars plus right. two months subscription yeah. on Rid- my dime. Ridiculous subscription. Yeah, yeah, like thirty dollars on top, or maybe 50, I had a month free, maybe fifteen dollars on top of one hundred. So one hundred sixty five dollars yeah. of my money, and I have done none playing of your game. And you're going to tell me that I'm coming back for this free this freemium model, and you're not going to give me jack. In fact. The game experience at the free tier is going to be so gimped from what it was back when I played this right. game. Remi- right. Mind you, at launch, when it yes. was lacking features, right. when I logged oh, in, that play rollout freemium, launch was. Oh yeah, it was just so the staggered. Features it wasn't ready, but the the freemium version was then so much less reduced, so much more reduced from even that. You know, oh well, you don't have as many bag slots, and you don't have as many. You don't have as many like. Uh, uh, toolbars that you can mount your attacks on and stuff like that. And I was just like, what? They're intentionally You're artificially making the game bad They're so that I will tendons. pay you to make the game good. But I already paid for a good game and didn't get one. No. I mean, well, okay. The game was amazing in a lot of respects, but it just wasn't something that could keep yeah. playing. 
for fifteen a month for fifteen on top a month. of paying for it. Yeah, it, it just wasn't something that you got. You got to level twenty or thirty. I, I can't remember which. It just yeah, really we, just... I think it was in the mid. I was in the low thirties and just yeah. went, I quit. God, I feel like I was you know on my little speeder that ran you know. I was just, I was surprised if, I wouldn't be surprised if a Jawa just came running yeah. past me faster than my speeder could <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun initially. Oh yeah, the storytelling, you know, as we know from Knights of the Old Republic, was going to be great, and it was. It was pretty well for an MMO. It was great, which I feel is a. I feel like that preface is fair to have to say for an MMO, it was great storytelling. But then, furthermore, the sound. I remember you and I, you when yeah. you brought your PC over to hook up to the projector down right. here to play the beta, the, right. the you know three weeks before it came out, and you you picked the bounty hunter class, and we're just listening to the oh. squawking of the blast, oh, the it was amazing. blasters, yeah. and we're just you know sitting there in the five point one surround, and we're just yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, right? But that kind of stuff doesn't keep you playing. It makes you love the initial experience. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't keep you playing. And not only that, all the all the missions were kind of rapid fire. There wasn't that much grinding. Then we got to like the yeah, the twenties and thirties range, and, it, and the grind was without being the you know, my old school world of Warcraft and go out and get ten saber cat pelts and there's one drop per hundred that you kill. But at the same time it was <laughs> you need to jump on your speeder and drive for twenty minutes right. to to Either talk to a you. guy and turn around <laughs> and come back. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Well, you know, Where, I, where's I, my air cab? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you know, I think from standard. a developer point of view, they're like, oh, we want you to experience the world. Absolutely. And, but when that world is Tatooine, I've experienced it in six <laughs> movies. Or, wait, no, we didn't go to yeah. Tatooine in, in Empire, did we? Okay, I've experienced it in five movies countless books if you want to look at the shelf right outside across I, the I don't it's a desert we've seen everything there is to you know yeah you, you introduce the sarlacc in jedi right. and everything oh you, there's stuff here there's nothing more you need to figure out a better way to show your content than to make me sit and just Force steer the speed yeah. yeah and i remember we got to narshada narshada i say narshada narshada i'll go back and forth on that one you know, which is which Not is the, wasn't that the email address we made up? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, which is the, uh, a moon that is like all city over the uh, over, you know around uh, Hutta or now Hutta, which is the Hut planet. Oh, my Star Wars nerd's gonna show at times on this podcast, but um, it's you know it, it's it's very storied. It's been around you know as long as the EU, the expanded universe, has been around the story. And it's just this big magnificent city, and you, and then looking at it like wow, it's really neatly designed. But then you get inside inside these buildings where. It's just a long walk down a long hall, uh, and 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 that's it. And here's another building that's a long walk down a long hall, and that was pretty grindy. Then after that, I think was Tatooine, which was just yeah. get on your speeder and drive forever. That was a bad decision. Yeah. To, and to oh, by the way, if right you get if you get your speeder, if you cross this line or whatever while you're just driving through the desert, this line that's not even there except on your map. Oh, by the way, now everything that's higher level is going to try to kill you because it's like an epic zone or something like that. Yeah. Oh, mercy. That was a. Uh, that was rough. And uh, yeah, I was, I was like free to play. Yeah, I'll go back and throw some hours into it. And then yeah, I was like, wow, you just literally took a decent game. And turned it into a bad game, so that I would pay you more money to make it decent again. Yeah. Now, now you did play Star Trek online. You know what? I got to tell you, I, I started on STO 
You see that? Dropped an abbreviation. I can't. I, I don't condone I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of GiantBomb.com. I followed them from their from their creation. And after I followed them from well before that. When, when they were actually them. babies and they were created. Yes. Yeah. It was like the, wow. the flashback scene That's in the Muppets creepy. Take Manhattan with yeah. their babies. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I followed them from back in their GameSpot days, but... They, uh, uh, Jeff Gertzman, uh, one of the, one of the dudes over that way was, you know, big into STO. And it's funny cause I've never really heard him talk like he's a big Star Trek nerd or whatever, but he'd be like, he bought the lifetime subscription and he was playing it and they were all still making fun of him for it. And a couple months later, he's like, no, I'm still playing it. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> cause I don't <laughs> really? hear anybody talking anything good about this game. Well, they went free to play and I'm like, I, I gotta see what the hype done be about here and jumped in there and. I really, I mean, the hook set deep, and I wasn't at the time that big of a Star Trek nerd. I think in the last year, I've become far more of one. And of course, tomorrow we're going to see the uh, the new movie. Yes, but the way they handled the ship combat, you know, and the 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 way, I mean, how do you do ship combat in a three D space with big slow moving capital scale warships with hundreds of different abilities and stuff. And and they, they figured out, I think the only way you could possibly do it where one person is controlling everything instead of like a lot of different people controlling different functions, they really did. And yeah, the ground missions were kind of crappy, but they were still better than a lot of free to play MMOs. And besides I didn't do spend a lot of time on those. I'm in the ship cruising around. I'm upgrading. I'm throwing beams and cannons and <laughs> crazy stuff. I had a lot of fun with that one, but I think that more than any free to play game that I've ever played, was one that I really enjoyed. And again, I didn't spend any money in that game. I, I you right. know, Aaron did a right. friend of ours. He, he threw some cash down. He, he likes to support freedom. It's, it's he, principle. Freedom. He likes to pay to win. No, that's, 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 <laughs> that may, may or may not be true, but he, he is principled about supporting free games that he enjoys. Cause that's a reason why they're there. You know, yeah. if you like it, spend some money on it. And he is right. very principled about that. I, uh, I got really close a couple times to like buying like some keys to open these like chests that uh that you get and then I realized that I could turn this, you know, dilithium into a currency that I could get those with and just never spend any money on it. I never spent a dime on it, but I played a lot of it. I had a I had a blast with that one. But again, that game was not made to be free to play, but I think they knew it was going to be within about a year when yeah. they were I think before that game came out they knew it was going to be. Right. And so I feel like Old Republic somehow, even though it was like years after this has happened to every MMO except for, you know, the slight majestic few, somehow EA and Bioware, maybe more EA than Bioware, thought that Old Republic was going to sustain a $15 subscription model forever. And it's just like, what? no, No, nobody can do that anymore except for the ones that have been doing it forever. And even then, people don't like it. No, I mean, why is it fifteen dollars? Why is, is it? Why is it fifteen dollars to play a game? Right, I don't know. Why? What is fourteen ninety five or fifteen? What is the magic behind that number? Well, how much? How much does a, a, a Bioshock cost? Bioshock Infinite, right yes. now, costs I believe fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so sixty bucks. Yeah, and how many months? Of how many a months subscri- have I played WoW in my life? Yeah, eight. So yeah, and and not to mention buying well, the game you have to buy plus and all the expansions, right, right? So yeah, I paid if, hundreds and hundreds of dollars to play eight months of. Wow. If if you're having a monthly subscription model, it should not be more than nine ninety nine a month, and you should not have to pay for the game. Why isn't anybody ever trying to charge me four four five bucks a month to play a game? 
I mean, to me, if you can get people to get, to pay the full price of a game every year to continually play your game. Now, the big thing is, you know, the marketing guys are going to be like, well, most people don't play games for a year. Yeah, but your complaint is that you can't sustain the payment right. plan. Right. And we're talking about sustaining, not the people who come and go. We're talking about how do you get the people who will stay. Yeah, if it's five bucks, you're like, well, I can't play it this month. So you, do I cancel yeah, it yeah, yeah. or not? Exactly. Well, if it's five, five bucks, bucks a month, I'll you're not going out of your way to cancel it. The, would... And you're not timing it down to the day that you right, plan to quit exactly. playing. You're just like, eh, let it roll. If it was five bucks, I would let it roll. Even if I knew I was, okay, I'm going to take two months off, but I'm definitely going to be playing through the summer. Yeah. So I'll just let it go and not deal with it. Yeah. When it's 15, you're like, Heck no. no at all. No. That's two Netflix subscriptions, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yep. it's it, or pra- almost. And so, yeah, I, I just, I don't get how there's, it's the, it's the all or nothing mentality. It's 15 bucks or nothing. I'm like, yeah, I really and think it's not... you'd be surprised at how many people just let that credit card charges ding over. And or then, they forget and then, about it. And then they will come back yeah, or they forget about it. And then they, maybe they will come back in a few months and recruit a few friends when they get back into it. But if they got to think like me, I would love to go back into Azeroth for maybe a week or two. You know, yeah. I'd love to go back into WoW for just just for nostalgic purposes for a couple of weeks. But I ain't going to go fire up another subscription. No. And I'm not going to go back and create a level 20 char- or level 1 to 20 character, which I guess is free now. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a big thing. Oh, you can create up a level 20 character for free. I'm like, yeah, yeah that takes about seven, eight minutes. Right. And, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do with that. No. I, You're I mean, still in the starter area. It's, it's enough to like squirt gun some flavor onto your tongue but <laughs> i mean you're not gonna do it and that's not a super soaker that's like the dollar store yeah i'm talking a little gun. plastic yeah you gotta yeah. like work the little like plastic thimble yeah. out of the back to like and hold it under the faucet is that watermelon strawberry i don't it, it was good i think it might have been cat pee yeah <laughs> either way i'm level 20 what yeah. do i do what yeah what, what happens cat now? pee strawberry whatever you know my my latest free-to-play option that i've enjoyed uh but i i i'm and again, I've, if I were the, the bachelor, you know, I might still, I might put some time into this. Right now, I don't have time to do it, and I and I haven't. But I tried Terra, and it was actually it's funny. It was oh yeah, it was through playing uh, the beta for Firefall, which is a very promising game. Yes, um, that I discovered the link to play Terra and downloaded and installed it. And I, I gotta say, you know, a lot of uh, Southeast Asian developed games I can find my Western sensibilities find them nonsensical, you know, like I can't wrap my brain around them, but I'm also the guy that everybody's like, maybe if you try this anime, you know, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. no, you don't understand. <laughs> no. Um, and, and, and that's always been part of just my personality, but I was playing this game and I'm like, this game is darn pretty enough. Darn. You know, it's darned pretty enough. And the characters are silly without being ridiculous. You know, like I made a little dog wizard with a pipe sticking out of his mouth and I named him (laughs) Wilford Pugsley. He he has the diabetes. But, um, you know, because I just like I can make the little like pug fat pug dog with a pipe that is a wizard. Nailed it. Sold. You know, but whereas if I if I'd had to make like some barely clothed little schoolgirl witch, I'd have been like out. I'm out. I'm out. Can't do that. But tell me I can do something stupid. Oh, I'm right in. (laughs) I wonder, right wonder what Look, developer is like, who do you think will go for this dog idea? You know what? There's who do some, you think wants to put a lot of Midwest guys? There's some fat <laughs> some, old dude in the some Midwest. Because <laughs> that's how they refer to us in Korea, as the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, the, 
it's really a decent game, and it's a it's kind of action based. The the uh, attacks and stuff. Although you still have an attack bar and stuff like that, you can dodge and things like that. Which of course, you how can't much do, do you have to roll for that? Uh, I don't know. Roll dodge right now. Ah. No. Twenty seven. <laughs> Did you botch? Yes. Oh, hit. Oh. I'll roll I, damage. I don't even. I, if you're lost, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. No, unfortunately, we, we they're like exactly talking in code. We, yeah, well, that's because you you you've not yet reached the point in your life where you sit down at a table with a character sheet, a pencil, and a set of dice, and go, "All right, everybody, pass your Mountain Dew and Funyuns. We're gonna get you started right now." I don't think I'll ever be at that point in my life. Oh, we'll get you there. Oh, God. Oh. If you're talking like the Best Buy guy, I'm already sold. <laughs> we get we actually played, we played Saturday night. We played a Star Trek game that I created. Well, I should say we created because it's definitely, I mean, you know, it's, no one's, well, we were play testing it and there's been some. It's, it's really over currently like, under development. Hell, yeah, what the under, hell, man? Yeah, it's, it's under development, but yeah, we, uh. Uh, not, the, the three of us, not including Chris, but with another in, individual, we uh, we sat down and we're like, all right, well, this is a game system. We'll use these dice to do this, and let's see if this works. There's no book. There's no guide. Literally, all the information you might need to know is on the character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just printed in the smallest font. And then also, you should probably watch some Star Trek. And uh, so that's that's nerds kind of the, will be nerds because we didn't want to learn. I don't want to learn a new system. We're kind of old school role players. We play like old D six West End stuff that's not even published anymore. Star Wars, and so we sat down and we played this. And oh man, did we have a blast! <laughs> oh, I had so much fun. I I must have spent at least thirty minutes trying to talk like a Vulcan, at one, as just a <laughs> random NPC that they were encountering. And uh, I was pulling it yeah. off for a while. And yeah, I was picturing Voyager the whole time. Yeah, you're Tuvok. Tuvok, yes. I think I was probably channeling a little bit of Tuvok. He is one of the, uh, to me, he is the quintessential, like, Vulcan speaker, you know. Right. Whereas, uh, not to say he's a quintessential Vulcan, but just his voice, his tone is so, f- yeah, like, and, yeah. I don't want to call it flat, but so intentional and controlled. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Leonard Nimoy is fabulous, but Leonard Nimoy, like, always sounds like he's... He's tolerating his Vulcan is his Spock is always tolerating humans for being a little bit weird, a little bit but crazy. He was also part human, so that's yeah, that's true. But he always had sort of a like the you know his big line his his fascinating, you know was yeah. but he's always fascinating. Like he would he would actually have some tonal inflection, whereas Tuvok was just everything was so controlled at all times. And I, I think I probably was channeling a little of that. This is all great. Chris is just taking off his headphones. I, he's, he's, yeah. he's turned around, just rubbing his temples. I was just about to make a point of, I, we did mention the tangents, but now we're, we're not even in the parking lot of left field anymore. We're down the road. And the left field had its own parking lot. It did. Yeah. Are we at Wrigley? Well, is it on top of the building? You see, you hit the home run to left field that went over the stadium into the parking lot. Ah. And your ball, your guys' ball just keeps bouncing and bouncing past well, Main no, Street. No one can get it. it. It was hit so hard. We were talking about free game. I, I don't even know what the beginning of it was. We were talking about free games. Then we were talking well, we, about we were, certain games. Then we were talking about another certain game. And now you're talking about, hey, I don't even know. We were talking actors. about Fable. No Are we talking about actors? We were talking about Fable. <laughs> there is no game freer than the one you create yourselves. Oh, is that and the point of that's this? probably a great place to leave off? I think we're we're past we're somewhere on the hour 40 uh, mark. So, uh, you know, with that, we uh, let's let's say uh, email address. If you want to send in questions or any, you know, or just, you know, call us a bunch of losers or probably don't do that. I, I, I we already very know. Fragile. We already know. Yeah, we are aware. Uh, but go ahead and send a, send it into Gamecast 
at betterkind.com. And hey, hey, while you're while you're sitting at your old uh, internet surfing device, why don't you come over to betterkind.com? We don't have a lot there, but we're going to start populating it with uh, this stuff uh, and uh, also uh, some videos, just quick looks, games that we like, quick looks, uh, and just you know some little speak and then you know about things in the industry. And then pretty soon we'll be ready to announce. Uh, the current project that we're working on. We also might put up some little things about a previous project that we had uh, some prototype that we had worked on for an iOS game. We haven't released and we don't know that we will unless there's a demand for it. But, uh, but yeah, before too long, we'll have an announcement about the game that we're working on. But in the meantime, we're going to keep doing this stuff because we want to get to, uh, we want you to know us so we can get to know you. So again, email us at gamecast gamecast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> gamecast at betterkind.com. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm your faithful host, uh, Corey T. Wilson with me right here, Chris Stump. and over there, Howie, 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 Howie. And, uh, Hey, Steve. we're out. Thanks everybody. I'm good. I'm just sitting here eating butter, eating butter.